up, y'all? This is BJ Murphy, and this is the 20-Minute Morning Show. And today, I'm going to put something on your mind. I'm going to ask you to use your imagination. Imagine what the remaining years of your life would be like if you only did things that made you happy. No matter what it was, it was your choice to do it. You could say, yes, I'll go with you here, or no, I'll pass. Because if I go with you, it's going to interfere in my plans that I have at this time. And you just said no to somebody. You know, this message is for all the yes people, the go along to get along people. They're always, you know, when somebody asks you to do something, you always try to find a way to fulfill their request. But what if in the remaining years of your life, you only did things that made you happy? Now, we're not talking about being a selfish person. We're not talking about helping out a friend in need when they really need your help. I'm talking about being used and abused forever and then just letting that go, letting that go out the window, not worrying about what people think about if you tell them you can't do something. If you only concentrated on your personal happiness. So if you never tell people no, they will use you. And you're not being a real man and a real woman by agreeing to do everything that you really don't want to do. People won't respect you if you don't find the courage to speak up for yourself. Now imagine being in your 30s, 40s, and 50s not having a mind of your own. And you need to develop this attitude. And it's not negative. It's really, really positive. And you, this, this attitude's got to be like, I could care less what you think. And I don't care who it is. Nobody owns me. Or runs my life. I do the running of my life. Period. And when you let others take the steering wheel. And drive your car. Which is your life. They'll drive it into the ground. Run it into a pole. <laughs> Have an accident with it. Get out and run. A hit and run accident. It ain't their fault. It's your fault. Because you let them take the steering wheel to your life. Today. You got to learn to respect yourself, brothers and sisters. You got to learn how to have so much reverence and respect for yourself that in the remaining moments that you have on this earth, they belong to you. The remaining moments on this earth belong to you. God gave it to you. He lets you become a human being. They belong to you and only you and you get to decide what you want to do, how you want to spend every moment. You know, I really found out what, when people say uh, time is valuable, right? And you shouldn't let anybody like waste your time because you can't get time back. It's a commodity that if you let people take possession of it, they steal it. Like people stealing your time, like somebody, you're doing your work and somebody call you on the phone and you on the phone for an hour and you be like, wow, man, this has put me back an hour and I can't get done what I wanted to get done before this next appointment. So people will hijack your time. And I like the fact that people are now say, hey, this is a good time to talk. I, I hear people saying that now. And you should say, uh, no, nah, man, not right now. Let me call you back in 15 minutes or maybe an hour when I get done with this work. But most of us will, you know, lay on the phone with somebody and let them just call you out of the blue instead of scheduling a call when you're available. Um, you know, so this is a violation, right? This is a violation. And I want you to get to the point 
And I'm getting to the point where I consider it a crime, a major violation of my personal rights when somebody tries to come in and take my time. And then you got to be like, hold up. No. I mean, like, you know, like we join a lot of uh, projects and opportunities. We want to help people out, right? And so they have an agenda, but you also have an agenda. So you let their agenda overtake your agenda while they'll set up a meeting at 1 o'clock. And, you know, you really don't like being in meetings like that. I'm not trying to join your organization like that. I'm helping you peripherally. You know, I'm like a, I said like a consultant trying to help you, but now you're trying to make me one of your employees. And you got to say, man, I can't do that. But most of the time we'll go along to get along. It becomes a train wreck. And then you end up falling out with your friend. When you, all you had to do is tell the truth, man, I can't do that. I, I just can't do that. Why don't you say that sometimes? Just say, I can't do that, and let the other person decide how they want to deal, but you already made your mind up. So you need to consider it a major violation of your personal rights when people try to come in and steal your time. So you, I, we, we are sovereign individuals created by the supreme being to be free to express what only he gave us to express. He gave me a life. He gave you a life. Determined today, I will run my own life. I will not allow another individual to take my place and my own mind. I'm going to say that again. I like that. I will not allow another individual to come and take my place and my own mind. And when that determination is made and we are clear throughout our whole being, we are, we are, I mean, we clear on this, right? Then you will be made free. And that's beautiful. That's when you begin living this beautiful, beautiful life. When you can make up your mind and say, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I don't care what this other person thinks about what I'm doing. Because trust me, people ain't really thinking about you like that. They're going on with their life. And if you allow people to keep yanking your chain and pulling you this way when you're trying to go that way, it's your fault. And then you look back and say, what happened to all my time? What happened to the project I was working on? We got to produce happiness. We are responsible for producing our own happiness. Finally, you got to say to yourself, I belong to myself. I belong to myself. You know, why don't you create a blissful life? Get blissed out on being free. Take it serious about being free. And then your whole being, the stress that you carry will lift up off of you because it's all, you know, what, what stress is, stress is default in duty. So when I try to uh, hitch my wagon or somebody hitches their wagon to me, and they expect certain things of me that I really don't want to do. I didn't, I didn't come here for that. It becomes stress because now how am I going to tell them that I can't do it? How am, am I going to tell them that I don't want to do this? This is not what I wanted to do. But now it's done morphed into something. And now they're looking at me. Just say no. It's that feeling of love for yourself. Get blissed out on being free. It's like when you really have that good feeling in your life where you are in control 
and you riding in your car and you 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 are let your sunroof down and let your sunroof back and let that sun kiss you kiss you at the right moment and then you close your eyes and be like oh man this feels so good the sun touching me you can feel like that every day if you wanted to all you got to do is just determine to yourself that I'm going to do what I want to do and I don't care what anybody thinks about what I'm doing because this is my life and my hourglass is running. Courageousness will free you. I always wanted to be in control of my life. I can't tell you how long I wanted to be in control of my life where right now I get up when I want to I can go anywhere I want to go. Now, do I have all the money <laughs> that I need? No, I don't have it right now, but I will get it. I will have it. But money don't make you happy, brothers and sisters. Money does not make you happy. Sometimes you could become better with less money and have your freedom. And then you can build off of that. And use your creative mind to produce what you need for yourself. That's freedom. So why wait until Friday to be happy like most people? Everybody, you know, working for the weekend, hustling for the weekend. Why you got to wait till Friday to be happy? Why you can't be happy on Tuesday? And, and be in a city walking with your loved one, your wife, husband, your children, and y'all walking in uh, some city that you've always wanted to visit on a Tuesday afternoon and you ain't got to be nowhere. You got your laptop, got your computer, you work remotely, you travel, you do what you want to do, stay as long as you want to stay, see who you want to see. Nobody tell you how many vacation days you got. Nobody calling you, talking about where you at. Now, that's the way we should be living. Get the stress off of you. You know, right now we're living in a time called the Great resignation where people are quitting jobs left and right i think it was in the month of november like 4.5 million people lost well not they, they uh quit their job not lost their job they walked off the job and they resigned they said um the virus has woken me up i don't have to be here with y'all i don't have to talk to you every day i have a choice and i'm gonna be courageous and take advantage of this freedom that God has provided with the virus. See, the virus is a curse, but it's also a blessing. Why is it a blessing? Because God told everybody to go back to the house. He shut everything down. So you go home and just sit down, be quiet. And, and during that time, while you're sitting in the house with your loved ones because you couldn't go anywhere with the virus, you figured out that, why am I living like this? That's, that's, that's amazing, isn't it? All these people woke up. Why am I living like this, hustling for a paycheck, working for people that don't like me, don't respect me, and I'm a slave 40 hours a week? You tell me how long my lunch break is. You tell me how many vacation days I got left. And you mean to tell me I can only enjoy myself uh, two weeks out of 365 days, out of 52 weeks, you can only enjoy yourself for two. The rest of them is mine because I'm your boss. And I love what Damon uh, was talking about. Um, 
you talking about? I'm talking about Damon from uh, Rockefeller. And uh, Damon said, a boss. I said, who likes calling another man boss? I mean, it's like calling somebody your daddy. Dang. So, <laughs> so, you know, a weekend, right? So everybody's, you know, planning on having a good time on a weekend. But a weekend is a period of 61 hours starting at 5 p.m. Friday to 6 a.m. Monday. And when it's time to go back to work, you got to go back to work on Monday morning. And there are 168 hours in a week. So if you work in corporate America, they allow you to have 61 of the 168 hours to you. And most of those are really not your full time because you may have to do something on the weekend for your job. You may have to do some things that um, you really don't want to do that you committed to with other people outside your job. So it's up to us. I just wanted to um, do this uh, podcast on, you know, imagining what the remaining years of your life would be like if you could wake up in the morning and just do what you wanted to do. Now, planning this type of lifestyle, it takes time. You just can't jump up and just do it because you put yourself in a precarious situation. You got to think about this. You got to write about this. You got to plan about this move. And I want you to think think about it. I want you to think about if you don't make a decision on how you want the rest of your life to be, somebody else has a plan for you. This is what I tell my son. He's 19 years old. And he's beginning to think about doing things for himself. And I said, man, look, in your, in your 20s, man, you've got to work as hard as you can this, this next decade to put money away, to Make sure that when you turn 30 that you'll have a solid foundation that you can look back and you've created a career. You created an income for yourself. And I would like for young people to be in their 30s and 40s and know what it's like to wake up in the morning and do whatever they want to do and not have to work all their life and wait like some of us until we get 62 or 65 to retire. You know, that's not how life should be lived. That's, that's a part of the herd mentality when people just work and work and work, get up, do the same thing, just live this mundane existence, mediocre existence, and then retire at 62. But you really hadn't lived. You gave the best of your years to some job job when you could have been enjoying yourself. But because we don't plan properly, we don't think and get a piece of paper and try to write down our ideas about how we want things to be. And it takes years to plan. But you can do it this year. It's just January still, you know. You could take the rest of this year and map out your life. And by, you know, this summer, you could be in a whole other framework of thinking. You know, other people do it. Why can't you do it? Because we refuse to do the work that it takes. It takes a lot of thinking. It takes a lot of planning. It takes a lot of strategizing every day. You know, uh, Earl Nightingale said, we got to get a, get up in the morning, get a blank piece of paper, get you a beverage, your coffee, your water, whatever, and sit down and just think on paper 
write down 20 things that could help you do what you want to do. But if you're doing what you want to do, 20 things that will help you improve on what you're doing. But you got to have a map. You got to schedule yourself alone time so that you can think. It's so important. Thinking is so important. And imagination is everything. Your imagination is the key to your salvation. And the scripture says the people perish because they don't have no vision. Where there is no vision, the people perish. And where there is no vision for us, somebody control your life. So I want you to take some time out to imagine the remaining years of your life, no matter how old you are, because we don't know when our time is up. But it's so precious every moment when you really think about life. And I'm, I'm so thankful now. And I use this example with my own life. You know, I told y'all in a previous podcast, my mother is dead. My father's dead. My brother is dead. We all grew up together. I'm the only one remaining. And I, I imagine if they could come back and tell me what I should be doing with my life, they would say, please, do it for us. Just live. Do what you want to do because nobody had any imagination of how their life was going to end, you know? how short it was going to be. But I'm the only one remaining, so I think about it every day. I think about what can I, how can I use the best use of my time to be happy, to be free, and not waste a moment. Not to be morbid, but to just say, man, look, this is the only life you got. You got to make a decision. On being free. Because freedom is happiness. I wrote this quote down the other day. And I, I was telling my, my wife and son. I said. I said. Um, I'm dependent on God. To make a way. For me out of a way that I can't make for myself. I'm dependent on him. And my imagination. And my thoughts of how I see myself. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. See, when I record a show like this, it's for it's for somebody out there. It may not be for everybody, but it is for somebody out there. And I believe all of us are connected through this energy of freedom. And we got to make a decision to be free. The minister said this, and I'm going to close with this. God does not ask a man to ask another man permission to be free. Anybody that want to be free will earn their freedom by their own blood and their own sweat, which means you don't have to ask permission from no damn body to be free. Just find the courage to be your own hero. And you better do it quick. Before time runs out 
and you don't know when that time is. So that means today you got to get busy. You've been listening to the 20-Minute Morning Show. This is BJ Murphy. Go imagine what the remaining years of your life would be like if you only did the things that made you happy starting today.